Hello there. I am from Ireland. Uh, <laughs> we are a country full of lunatics. <laughs> there isn't a person in Ireland who's more than a first cousin away from genuine psychiatric illness. <laughs> and I love it. There's a man who lives near me who has the dental equivalent of a comb-over. <laughs> he has no teeth, no teeth on this side of his mouth. And the teeth on this side are trying to cover it up. <laughs> there, there was a set of identical twin sisters who worked in a shop in the town and one of them passed away. And about a week later, my friend went in and said to the girl, was it you or your sister that died? <laughs> now, you can't be locking people like this up. They need to be let free to roam around the countryside. In Ireland, before we had psychiatric hospitals, all we had were open spaces. <laughs> if you were mad, people just told you to fuck off. <laughs> you'd, you'd spend the day running around a big field. <laughs> you come back into town around six o'clock for a sandwich with the crusts cut off. Cause you're mental. Never give a lunatic the heel of a loaf of bread. He'll take the eyes out of your head. <laughs> and then back into the field <laughs> to sleep in a tree with some sheep. <laughs> I don't like sheep. I don't like them. They're too fucking vague. <laughs> They're all blurry around the edges. Where does the sheep even begin? The biggest fright I ever got in my life was from a sheep. And when I say sheep, you don't even know how many I'm talking about. That's how vague they are. There could have been one or thousands. There was one. I was up a mountain in the wilderness. And I felt as if the wildness inside me was being mirrored by the wildness outside of me. And I felt at peace. So I let a few roars out of me. I opened up all my chakras. My muladakra chakra was flapping in the wind. Those asshole of a fucking sheep standing behind me. I didn't see him. But he waited till I was at my most vulnerable. And he went, meh. <laughs> well, I didn't run. I just wasn't there anymore. <laughs> there are things that help, and there are things that don't help. 
You can't have pretty women reading the news. It's too distracting. How are you supposed to weep for Egypt if she's gorgeous with big false eyelashes? We know this in Ireland. We have a rough looking woman reading the news. She's got a black eye and three missing teeth. She just stares down the camera. You think you have it bad? Wait till you see this fella. Roll the tape. Look. Look at him. He's only got one leg and they're still shooting at him. Look. Now for the weather. It'll be pissing rain all week. I believe... You need a drink. Irish people do. When things are getting serious, it's when you need a drink the most. It's why we put St. Patrick's Day in the middle of Lent. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't a fluke. That's pure Celtic genius. We knew there was no way we were gonna go 40 days and 40 nights on pancakes. We'd need a half-time during Ramadan, so we would. On St. Patrick's Day, Jesus himself comes out of the desert, Mother of God. Is there any chance of a pint, is there? The devil is driving me demented. It's question after question. He is relentless, so he is. Pint of Guinness, please, Seamus, thanks. What's that? I'd love to judge the parade. <laughs> I get to stay in some fancy hotels when I'm at home in Ireland. And the people who run these hotels, they think they're doing me a favour, but they're not. They're just making me feel even worse. The amount of nights I've spent on my own in the bridal suite. Surrounded by chocolates and flowers for two, pulling myself asunder. <laughs> when tears meet semen, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. No, it isn't. It's disgusting. Just below my chest, it's carnage. I can hear the little never children of the future calling out. I uh, have a few mental health issues. <laughs> I was diagnosed recently with a thing that wasn't an accurate diagnosis, but they, it served its purpose for a short time. Borderline personality disorder. <laughs> Borderline, it doesn't mean that I almost have a personality. <laughs> it means according to a book, they think that I walk a thin line, a borderline, 
like a mental health refugee <laughs> between psychosis and neurosis. I'm either psychotic or neurotic. Neurotic, bad for me. Psychotic, bad for you. <laughs> Basically, I'm not good on my own or with people. <laughs> I went to see this old European psychiatrist who lives in the town where I grew up. And he said to me, come in, come in, come in. Because he learned English from the count on Sesame Street. <laughs> what seems to be the problem? And I said, it's me head. Do you know sometimes when you're at home and you're watching a movie and you've got a box of Pringles on your lap and there comes a stage of the evening where you have so many Pringles in your mouth you can't hear the fucking television. <laughs> well, c'est moi. He said to me, okay, okay, okay. I think you're very angry, man. We have to find a way of letting anger out in safe place. I want you to bark. Bark like a dog! And I was there, woof, woof! And he fucking hit me, bad dog! <laughs> bad dog, Tommy Dearman, bad dog! And I don't know what came over me, but I turned into a big bad dog! <laughs> I got so far into character, I couldn't get out of it. I pissed on his newspapers. <laughs> God bless you, Montreal. Thank you very much. I was in the airport. Those treadmills they've got are huge. <laughs> because Americans are always saying things that there's not that much proof for. You hear us say things like, uh, We're number one! <laughs>